0: Hey guys, welcome to another video. Today we're going to be going over a story. This is going to be a little story time about how Obi-Wan learned that Vader was alive and of course he knew that Vader was Anakin and Anakin was Vader from the Hall of Recordings during Order 66 at the Jedi Temple with Yoda in Revenge of the Sith. Now today's story is going to be covered from the book Dark Lord The Rise of Darth Vader. It's a phenomenal book. I highly recommend it and I think that this is a much much better way, more realistic way of Obi-Wan finding out that Vader is alive, that Anakin is alive. I like this much more than what we got in the Kenobi show. Um, I think it should have been done this way, to be honest. I think it's much more organic. And to be real, you know, 10 years passing and not having heard once anything about Vader just doesn't make any sense at all, in my opinion, considering he was working in the public, you know, he was out and about a little bit here and there. So let's go to the novel, let's go to the excerpt, and we can read a few lines and then we can actually discuss it. So essentially what happens is Obi-Wan is in a cantina and he overhears, well, let's just, let's just read it, let's read the excerpt here. When Obi-Wan lifted his gaze, the intermittently garbled holonet was displaying an image of someone outfitted in what almost seemed a costume Of head-to-toe black, human or humanoid, the being species wasn't mentioned. The masked Imperial had apparently played a role in tracking down and executing the insurrectionist Jedi and enslaving their Wookiee confederates. So Obi-Wan is in the cantina. He is just kind of tired, delirious. He raises his head and he sees a hologram of Darth Vader. And this is his first time seeing it. He's never seen it before. So he's like, what the heck is this? It looks like a human, but it's like all dressed in black with a weird mask and a cape. The burst of static that accompanied the reporter's mention of the figure's identity might have surged from Obi-Wan's brain. Still chilled by the earlier announcement about the Jedi, he was now paralyzed by sudden dread. I also love how they explained this part in particular, not just, you know, that... The holo recording says that this is Lord Vader, but that Obi-Wan, it was so shocking to him that he almost, like, didn't even realize what he had just heard and kind of, like, blew his senses. That, in addition to the fact that he just heard something about, you know, someone hunting Jedi. He couldn't have heard what he heard. He whirled to the spaceport worker. What did she say? Who is that? And, of course, the worker is like, uh, Lord Vader, you know, what's the big deal? And Obi-Wan is freaking out out at this point he has no clue what the hell is going on you know he just liked the show he thought Anakin was dead, he thought Vader was dead. And so he starts to go absolutely berserk. He draws a lot of attention to himself in the cantina. He gets a drink given to him to calm down. He starts like knocking over stuff and he just decides to leave and he runs out of there. And this is when Qui-Gon actually reaches out to him, which we will go over in another video. So stay tuned for that video. But essentially what I want to say is this is such a more organic way of learning that anakin is alive also 10 years passing like i said just too long dude vader is the most intimidating creature in the galaxy and he is the right-hand man of the emperor he's essentially the face of the empire so him not having heard once in even passing like this that vader was alive that vader is prominent and a a force to be reckoned with in the galaxy i think was just eh, lazy writing In my opinion, I'll go ahead and say that. I think it was just an oversight. And I think that they really wanted to draw their own character. And they wanted to, like, give Reva a lot of backstory and credence and whatever. And, like, add to the fact that she knows who Anakin is and knows that Vader is Anakin. And to eventually link together the fact that Obi-Wan connects that Reva was a youngling. And I think that's the whole point behind that. But in my opinion, it just seems forced a little bit. It doesn't seem very authentic And it just sort of takes away from the whole excitement of Obi-Wan finding out that Vader is alive. You know, it's, it's just like, he just meets this character. And we just meet this character as the audience, and we're just like, what is the significance of this character? So the initial impression is going to be like, what the hell? And we're going to be wondering, you know, we're going to be thinking, well, Vader would never let someone know that his true identity is Anakin Skywalker. He can feel these things in the Force. It doesn't really make sense for him to just kind of bypass that and not really think about it or 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 just let it go kind of thing. And even... Even so, it kind of seems like that was actually the case where he did let it go. As we saw at the end of episode 5. Now another thing that's interesting is that the man who's trying to calm Obi-Wan down says this. He says, You want to remain alright. You'll keep your voice down about Vader. Understand? You'll keep from asking questions about him too. Even in this force-forsaken place. Obi-Wan studied him. What do you know about him? Now this part was cool. This is like, this ties in right into the beginning of the Force Unleashed 1. Just this. I have a friend, a trader in hardwoods, who was on Kashyyyk when the Imperials launched their attack on a place called Kachiro. I guess he was lucky to get his ship raised and jumped, but he claims he got a glimpse of this guy Vader ripping into Wookiees like they were stuffed toys and going to lightsabers with the Jedi who were on World. The spaceport worker glanced furtively around the cantina. This Vader, he toasted Kashik. From what my friend says... It'll be years before a piece of Rocher goes up the well. And the Wookiees? Obi-Wan said. The stranger shrugged forlornly. Anyone's guess. Placing a few credits on the table, he stood up. Take care of yourself. These desert wastes aren't as remote as you may think they are. I think this would have given so much more weight to the scene. I think even in a place like Tatooine, which is run by the huts and so far from the empire and you're not controlled by the empire even even though when they go there they control it they want it they got it no one steps in front of the empire even the huts but it it shows that even in this place where there's all these like scum and villainy thugs you can't speak about vader because it'll draw too much attention and it's like of all these people to be worried about on tatooine vader is the one that you got to be afraid of and i think it just would have added so much more gravitas to the scene to Obi-Wan kind of taking in this whole bit that you know the Vader's alive that Anakin is alive instead of just Reva being like oh you didn't know like ten years later I just feel like that was just what. and something else I really love about it is how it goes into a little bit of detail and like we if we got this in the show it could have even portrayed a flashback scene of Vader on Kashyyyk just ripping through Wookiees and Wookiees are like monster creatures you cannot mess with those dudes man they will just rip you apart and the fact that he was going toe-to-toe with them with his lightsaber and just slicing through them like they were nothing and then fighting the jedi that were there oh man i would have loved to have seen that you know we did see it in the force unleashed but i think that was absolutely phenomenal but anyways hey that's um it is what it is i i guess you know they needed to build a story for riva But I just wish they would have maybe thought of some alternate routes and maybe if they did read this book, you know, they could have definitely taken from that scene. Because it just seems a little more natural, you know, that uh, the galaxy is talking about Vader. They are discussing him. So, you know, even in the show, we could have gotten, you know, two years after Revenge of the Sith as a caption and then had the episode and, you know, Obi-Wan tinkering with Anakin's saber, changing it into the one he gives Luke in new hope because he did change it and then learning of Vader, and then, you know, and then, then we, we get another caption, eight years has passed or whatever. Now they're, we're 10 years in. So there's a lot of different things they could have done. Of course, um, we got what we got, and uh, we got to live with it. But you know, it's not horrible the way it was portrayed either, so I just, if I have a choice, I would have preferred this one from the book, but anyways, uh, let me know what you guys think, do you prefer what we got in the show, or do you like what we got in the book, or would you have some completely different way, you know, would you have, like, Mace Windu come back? (laughs) Thanks for watching this video, let me know in the comments, and I'll see you all in the next one, until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always.